Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk hibbity hop. I'm David. And I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us for our latest addition to the Tan Artistry series. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be joined by Sydney-based rapper-producer, multi-instrumentalist, Pseudo. But before we bring Pseudo on, David, how are you doing, man? Jackie, my boy, I'm doing good. Another great week. Um, yeah, just another good week, really. Nothing yeah. major really happened throughout, but can't complain. Work was smooth. It's stressful at times, mm. but I'm quite used to it, used to the grind. Um, yeah, can't complain. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. Um, similar, like a bit of a, maybe a bit more stressful this week. Had a, a lot of stuff to get done. Probably my busiest week of work so far, but got through it in the end and got pretty much everything that I wanted to get done, done. The only thing I couldn't get done, I was waiting on someone else and they didn't end up coming through with the goods. Which is a bit disappointing, but you know how it is. You know, yeah. got to depend on others at some signs. But um, yeah, last night uh, I was at Amelia's and she had a little um, birthday gathering with a friend of hers. Ooh. And so both of them were turning, um, I think, I'm not <laughs> sure if he was turning 22 as well, but she she turned okay. 22. Um, oh, at least you know Amelia's age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. I was just excited with it. <laughs> no, no, last um, week you didn't shout her out this week you forget how old she is that'd nah, be that I'm, just I'm good, bad right? i'm good yeah. um and yeah that was that was nice so feeling That's a bit good. bit tired this morning because it was a late night um for this this old grandpa over here but um yeah ready to have a chat with a, another new sydney-based artist very excited to find out all the ins yeah, and outs yeah. about that um, but before we, another hold up, before we bring Speedo on, we're going to be talk. sorry, pseudo on, uh, still need to get it into my head. When, <laughs> you know, when you read a word for so long until you hear someone pronounce it and then you're just like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. saying it wrong in my it's head all good, the whole it's time. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Going, um, and yeah, before we do that, we're going to start off with a little segment, David. So what segment are we going to be doing today? Jack's weather report. This week, give it to us. My weather report was um, a mixed bag. Today we're recording on <laughs> Sunday, the fourteenth of March, um, mm-hmm. and this week we've had some confusing weather, David. Like at times it's been Indeed, sunny, it's been warm. Other times it's been quite cool, but still maybe a little bit overcast. We've had humidity, and then today. We just, the, the heavens opened up and we've just like had so much rainfall this morning. It's been ridiculous. It's um, crazy. I I've never to... seen, I've never seen my weather app say it's a hundred percent chance of rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but like I, I needed to get to my car from Amelia's place and um, I had to just wait hours because my car was like, um, I don't know, a 200 meter walk. And I, I did not have the sort of clothes to be walking in the rain and I was going to be carrying stuff so I couldn't even run or anything. So I was yeah. just like watching the window, just waiting for a break in the rain, managed to catch it. And um, yeah, still got a bit wet. That's but good. Yeah. I was, very... I was meant to have like a rooftop barbecue today. Oh, legit. And then right. I, I checked the, <laughs> I checked the weather like two couple days ago, and I, was, I have a group chat with like a whole bunch of people. We're like, oh, this barbecue is gonna be sick. We're gonna get like kalbi, like marinated pork and beef, and it's gonna be lit. And then hundred percent chance rain, and I was just like, dang, <laughs> let's just go grab noodles. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those days, hey. Oh, but um, yeah. the, I, I, I'd say that's the end of the weather report. It's, it's not, it's not great right now. Bit, bit gloomy. But the rains sort of died down a little bit, which is nice because otherwise mm. the podcast would be picking the whole thing up. I don't know what yeah. it's like in in your areas, but um, for me, it's we're all we're pretty we're pretty good here right now. It's pretty gray outside. But yeah, yeah, Anyways. it's gray. Yeah. That's all for me. That's the end of the Jack's weather report. That's it. It's done. Yes. Finn. Jack, it's your turn today. Oh, you want me to introduce the artist? Yes, yes. That's oh, well, why I was waiting. Why did you say so. I, I was waiting for you to introduce my introduction. Yeah. Jack, without any delay, <laughs> could you please introduce our phenomenal guests? Phenomenal. Can't Absolutely, wait. David. I, I could not be more honored to, to, to introduce <laughs> our guest today. And here yes. is that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly known as Michael Pseudo, pronounced Pseudo, <laughs> is a self-produced rap artist that is lyrically mm. proficient, conceptually rich, and musically mm. dynamic. Industrial mm. orchestral would be the two most accurate sounds to define his direction, which is used to create worlds through each track. Pseudo found his way into the unique roster of IMIX and has started working closely with Hustler, the in-house executive producer and the co-founder of IMIX. Without further delay, Pseudo, welcome to the Artist Notepad. Ooh, welcome. Up, Thanks for having me on. No worries at all. Bro, you were the most difficult guest to have on the show, but we finally made it. We got it here. <laughs> a hot minute, bro. I, I think we was talking about it for what, like, um, since like last year. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And like, oh, sorry, bro. It's getting really busy. But I understand. I understand. You'd be dropping a lot of stuff. I had like show, I had shows, um, yeah. music videos. Yeah, Drop David's feelings were hurt, but you know, we yeah, just, but we here, right? So <laughs> <laughs> we here. That's we what's here. important. That's, that That's what's 100. important. Yeah. But have you have you been lately? What's what's been up? Like just 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 to give us like a like music or rundown? just just like life? It's just life. Let's start with life and life. Then get oh. into music. So I'm working like three jobs. Wow. So it's been busy with work. I'm I'm yeah. teach I'm teaching for like two of them, and mm, I recently yeah. picked up a restaurant job where I'm just like waiting tables. Um, oh wow! So I just been working and and just grinding, and that's pretty much it, man. It's like that's what happens when you kind of get a bit older. It's mostly just work, yeah. and just work, yeah, and then whatever, right? So yeah, yeah, mostly been working and just working on music and shit, and that's like. That's pretty much it. Mm. That's good, man. Mm. Well, congrats on your latest drop on the roll. And you, you have a music video to accompany yeah. it as well. Yes, that's my first ever music video. So that, yeah. that um, do, do you want me to like explain about... Yeah, yeah. How was that? How was the whole process um, of like, so the, the shooting a music video and all yeah. that? The funny thing is the song was years in the making. So mm. the song I started in 2017. Oh, wow. And yeah. um, and then that's the, when David and I met. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout, well, shout out to that. Um, so twenty seventeen. Yeah. So it took four years for me to actually drop that shit, which I wasn't wow. even gonna drop. But then, 
you know, I my ex was like, yo, we should we should put this, we should put it out, blah 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 blah. So I was like, okay, mm. just touch it up and we'll put it out. Um, but the video t- took like two days of shooting. Oh mm. right, and like four days of editing. So it was quite a. It's kind of like a what do you call it? It's like polar that's opposites, right? Because the song yeah. took years and years to drop, and yeah, the video yeah. took like a week to drop. So it was yeah, like that's it was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my first video, uh, music video experience, no storyboarding, no concepts, no nothing. Um, every, everyone was freestyling shit. It was chaotic. <laughs> I, was, I was sick for the first day of the shoot. And the oh, second no. day of the shoot, we started at 6 a.m. Oh, jeez. Wow. So it was it was pretty intense. But, you know, it was it was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. As, as all new things are. But, yeah, mm. it was pretty for crazy. Sure. Pretty so crazy. when you say that you had no concepts or storyboarding and stuff, when uh-huh. you were shooting particular shots, yep. did you have ideas of where those shots would be going or were you just collecting sort of material and yeah. then you yeah. sort of just stuck it all together at the end? Okay, so yeah, that's like, it. this place looks hmm. nice. This is, this represents my hood, blah, blah, blah. Was it kind of like that? It's kind of like that. But the thing, yeah. the thing with me is um, for the visual aspects of things like, like album art or like video yeah. or like just like kind of, video format content i don't usually have a really strong vision of that Mm. i would have a really strong vision of like the music and i get super deep with my concepts but like um when it comes to the visual aspects of things i pretty much have no clue so we got like a director who was just telling me what to do and shit i was just like i'll just (laughs) just do it you know because i have no i didn't even know what i wanted from this whole thing but yeah but yeah. yeah So it was very like, free for all. Yeah. yeah, it felt that way. But I guess the natural story that ended up kind of being told through the music and the, like a bit through the visuals is that like mm. at the start, you're coming out of what looks like a smoky building. I don't mm. know. You started a fire and you're ru- running away or something. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But like at the end of it, it's like, I guess we're going to continue this grind. We're going to continue, you know. Yeah. So keep I think it, so, so what did the because obviously like it developed into some kind of story by the yeah. end. Yeah. What is yeah. the story that ended up coming together? Like what is the music video? Like what's the narrative of the music video? So I think like the best way to explain the narrative is just to talk about how it ends, right? Mm. Because mm. it's it's all about the contrast of me being a loner at the beginning, which is kind of my my come yeah. up story, right? Because I was I was cooking shit up in my in my bedroom just by myself since mm. I was like thirteen. And then mm. um, at the end of it is when I find my my crew, my team, my squad, wh- whatever you want to call it. And that's that's yeah, the yeah. boys at I my ex. So that's kind of the the overarching story is this this um this lone wolf kind of grind, and then we kind of end up forming. I, I end up finding my my team, my people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of like the big picture narrative. Yeah, yeah. And I know is that, that I and my ex yeah. have been sort of talking about that in their um uh marketing for for this release talking about how sort of like they've managed to work with you and more sort of supporting you as opposed to sort of taking over your process but just sort of filling in gaps and sort Mm. of elevating your work process what's that been like working so long as an individual and then all of a sudden having having a team around you who are having creative input and Mm. sort of yeah driving your direction what's that been like Mm, that's a that's a great question um, I think all creatives will feel this, but it's it's very scary to give someone else control of even mm. just mm. 
right. a small aspect of your work, right? Um, so a lot of my studio sessions would be with Hustler and a lot of times I, um, he would input a lot of things, a lot of um, ideas and a lot, he would guide me in like certain directions, even just for like vocal takes. And um, at first it was really hard for me to adapt to because I'm not used to someone else even just being in the room when I'm doing my thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let alone tell me what, like, what to do and what to change <laughs> and how to how to how to do this and that. Right. So at first mm. it was a little bit, um, a little bit weird. I'm still getting used to it, to be honest. But I, I think the the true nature of collaboration is compromise, mm. because you can't always get what you want. Um, yeah. And sometimes compromise is well, not sometimes compromise is a necessary. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a necessary thing you're going to have to do if you're going to collaborate with someone, which I'm sure you two would have probably experienced as well working together on For this sure. podcast, mm. right? Yeah. 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 Um, I think just understanding how to compromise has allowed me to be more collaborative and more open to like, other mm. people's ideas. Um, at first it was weird. I'm kind of getting used to it, still not fully used to it, but it's like, it's cool though because like results, you know, the results are coming out, efficiency's picking up. And f mm. for the, you know, for the grand scheme of things, I, I see that as a good thing. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that efficiency would be one of the best um, arguments for having a team as opposed to working by yourself, because having people sort of assist in those areas that you're not as strong in by yourself, because like every artist, when they're trying to sort of do multiple things do the production do the the engineering and stuff like that mm. they're, they're always going to have parts that they're stronger at than others and then the the stages that they're maybe a little bit weaker at that the time just drags on those sections and yeah. that's when you've got that's when you've got a situation i guess like with this track where it's been around for yeah what four four years or something like that before it eventually comes out um because there's certain parts which you just get stuck at without um that contribution from other people around you mm. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, it must have been a track that was just collecting dust or like hidden somewhere in the folder on your laptop. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Did it take a bit of convincing to pull it out? You were 100%. like, no, nah, this is, I can't, this is old me. I can't do this One, right now. Dude, that, that like, was, yeah. Yeah. That's legit the <laughs> argument. And that, they, they've been like um, trying to win me over for like a, a multitude of my old shit. Yeah. Um, shit that I don't want to, I never wanted to even see the light of day. Do you know what I mean? Right, so it's like, right. um, so the only way, because creatively they will not be able to persuade me to put that shit out because it's like, mm. I don't want, I don't want old shit representing the new me. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. But definitely, but in terms of just like workflow wise and just release yeah. schedule wise, so like the kind of no, more business side of it, that's where that's where they yeah. kind of win me over because for me creatively that would um that would not convince me that would not persuade me to want to even put it out create just solely speaking creatively right um mm. but when they start talking about you know constant releases and you know larger bodies of work that's when i kind of get more interested and that's kind of where yeah, they yeah. win me over yeah 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 right. for sure for sure and that, that track was one of the tracks yeah, yeah supporting tracks and not just as like the the single yeah, yeah, highlight yeah. track yeah for, for sure. sure so we, we were talking before about i guess the collaborative aspects um mm. but for a while you did just work as a solo artist mm -hmm. um so 
Could you maybe run us through what sort of things that you have been involved in with your own tracks and what it is like being involved in so many different aspects of that creative process? Because um, anyone who's been listening to sort of more than a few episodes of this podcast would know um, or anyone who knows about the music industry would know that there's so much more that happens for each and every track than Mm -hmm. um, the general public is aware of. There's so many different steps. So how much of that process were you involved in just by yourself? And um, were there anything that you were going to other people to help you out with? Maybe like the the mixing stage or I don't know if you did that yourself as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, what's that like just being involved constantly with every single step? Mm. So before I was with IMIX, I did zero to 100. Right. So that means composition, production, recording, Mm -hmm. uh, mixing, mastering. Like like I put mastering in quotations because if I call (laughs) that mastering, it's kind of disrespectful to to mastering engineers. (laughs) Um, How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, I would always start with just the composition. So even before concepts, before melodies, before lyrics, before anything, I'd start with the the foundation of of just the music, right? Cause that's kind of my forte is I'm more musical than I am like like that rap motherfucker. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah, like sure. I would always start with the music and then if you if I kind of find a concept, that's when I start writing. Mm. And then once I start writing, I would usually start with verses because that's kind of where all the details come out. Yeah. And I see hooks or choruses uh, to like pretty much sum up like um, the general mm. kind of concepts and the verses is yeah. kind of where you get in depth with the details, right? Sure. So I'd start with the details because most of the time I don't even know what the fuck I'm writing about. <laughs> and then um, as I'm writing, I will kind of find, oh, okay, I guess this song is about this. And then I'd shape my hook around that. Um, all of my recording I used to do in my mom's room because the acoustics are the best there in my house. <laughs> um, she don't even know it though. You know, shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out to my mom's letting, room. Letting bro. him use the room. So yeah. DIY. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and then um, mixing would usually be just either on my headphones. Um, my monitoring is not very good for mixing, as a lot of independent musicians, you know, acoustic environments yeah, yeah. are. Um, but with mixing, it's just very basic, general shit. It's more for characteristics than it is an actual scientific like this frequency is kind of sure muddying up and like like all that kind of shit but i i look at mixing more creatively than like how do you say formulaically if that makes mm. sense so i i yeah. wouldn't know like because i'm not educated in the engineering world of music so i wouldn't know if you know if this is out of phase or if if like if this frequency yeah, is kind of just fucking everything up. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Exactly, right? So that's yeah, kind of how yeah. I did things before. Mm. And, and now that, you know, I have... Uh, and back then, I didn't outsource anything to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... Mm. Um, even like... Was that got to do with... Mm. Sorry to cut you. Yeah, no, but was sorry. that got to do with a bit of like... You just didn't know how to reach out to people or was it a bit of pride and like I'm gonna do all of this this nah, is so mine kinda. for me I, I didn't really yeah. want to just take credit for doing everything of everything but it's like okay it's just it turned out to be the easiest way to do things mm. right instead mm. of getting some get pulling someone out of their week and like making them do some shit for me which I can't even compensate them for because I'm broke it's like right. you know what I mean it's like a big ask yeah. it's a big favor I didn't really have the right people that I could even rely on in that kind of way right, um, so right. it just ended up happening that way right so yeah, even yeah. like one of my old tracks the second track that I released under my old alias that that shit is a picture from like 
from like 2001 or some shit. Mm. And I, I just I just use that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever was easiest. It's not like a thing of like I need a hundred percent creative control over every aspect. Sure, of yeah, 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 yeah. It's more like, bro, I need I need a picture. This song's about <laughs> this song's about like reminiscing and shit. That. So I'm just gonna pull yeah, up a I baby love picture. That. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. dope. Yeah, because like the reason I ask that is because sometimes people just they need or they want that control like this is my creation this is has to look yeah. like this type of thing For but sure. you're more like you're like bro i'm broke <laughs> this works <laughs> yeah 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 and not only That's that so but like dope. i mentioned before like i don't really yeah. usually have visual um like a lot of vi like visions for the visual aspects of my projects right yeah. so in in that regard that's why i i don't get full on like control freak about like the album art or whatever because like i yeah. don't really not, not that I don't give a shit, but it's like, I don't know enough to be, to like take the fucking high, like take the high road and be like, I want this like this and like this like this. Cause yeah, I don't yeah. know nothing about nothing. Does that make sense? <laughs> mm, so I'll mm, just pull mm, up yeah. whatever's easiest and just, just, just go for that. As long as it works with the concept, I'm like, cool with it. Yeah. Who knows? It might, it might grow as you keep working with I and my ex mm. and working with different artists. Yeah. They will show you what to look out for and maybe you you'll grow in that vision like drawing out what you really want to portray mm. that's cool you mentioned um michael yeah your old alias the your old, old name yeah why why the change and and like what what did change from that it's not just a name change from yeah, yeah, like yeah. Michael to Sudo. Yeah. But is this something that's like a rebirth for you like I'll your music is going to look completely different I will like a lot of the transformations is is um not musical right okay i th i think musically it still somewhat holds up to like what i used to do and that's just because i've been mm. doing it right um it's mostly uh well first of all i was fat as fuck <laughs> depressed as fuck um oh, yeah didn't know how to dress all, yeah, all sorts of shit I was, you know, addicted to this and addicted to that. I'm cutting my vices. Um, mm. I found a team. I found a group of people that I trust as much as they trust me. And we share, you know, the same vision. We're working towards the same thing. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I didn't change my name because of changes, but they all kind of happened at the same time almost. Yeah. So mm. it wasn't like intentional. I'm going to change my change my name and then because of this change and that change but it's like all these changes just started happening at the same time if that makes yeah. sense right yeah but why pseudo okay pseudo so means like pseudo means kind of like phony fake doesn't it yeah or with the I with the p and the and the e yeah with the p s yeah so for me pseudo is the romanization of the korean word sudo which means capital city Oh, yeah. and the V is just for edginess. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie about that. That's I love just, the yeah. honesty. It's yeah. just like no, <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah, That's it's it, just man. it's just cool. You should have it's made like, something up. I don't, know, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen the video where um, Post Malone was asked why he was called Post Malone, and he was just like. Well, I was just thinking about some words and then I just thought about Malone and Post and I was like, that sounds cool. And that's how I call myself Post Malone. <laughs> Sometimes that's Everyone's all it takes, like, right? Yeah, I know. Everyone yeah. was just like, oh, I thought there'd be some crazy backstories. Just like, no, I like the sound of what it what it sounded like. It's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> mm. 
Should have made something up with the V, bro. Yeah, I was Should've actually, I was thinking about it. I was, thinking, these, about um, it. I was yeah. thinking about it, but I was like, bro, I can't, I can't, man. Like, v that vendetta. <laughs> yeah, V for victory all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just for street cred, it's for swag, it's for, it's for the hype, you know, that's all it is. It's just for yeah, the aesthetics yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Respect. So your first, so this is the second single that's just come out on a roll. And yes, sir. On a roll came out, uh, what, like a week or two ago now? Some, something like that. Yeah, I'm losing track of time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. So when was the first, when was the first single come out? First single came out, Um, I should, I should know this. <laughs> um, uh, first Code Red. Th- yeah, Code David. Red. Code Red. You got Code it on Red the top? Came out, yeah, yeah. Code Red out? came out s- 17th. Feb, so yeah, last month. That sounds right. right. Okay, yeah. So yeah. they're pretty, they're pretty close together, pretty tight. Um, yes. What was the experience like? Like, I know that you've released stuff before, but yeah. obviously this is a very different context. Yeah. Um, in terms of this particular release, yeah. what was it like going through that process and putting out this first track under a new name, under a new kind of aesthetic, mm. um, with a crew this time? Yeah. What has that process been like? And maybe what sort of how's how's it differed from your previous releases under Michael? Um, so when I released Covert, bro, it was, first of all, it was stressful (laughs) Mm. because, you know, release day is always stressful. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you set up a new artist profile and shit takes ages to process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I had to push back like a couple of classes because, because of the drop. Right. So I was like in my car about to go teach some kid. And while I'm there, I'm on my laptop. I'm like getting messages from this guy. He's like, yo, this shit's not up yet. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, All geez. these people are like, yo, it's like five past six. Where's the fucking single out? All that kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, people calling me and shit. It's like, bro, no, I got way too much on my freaking mind right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stressful. But um, in terms of like distribution, all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, it was, ne- it's never, it- it's never not straightforward with distribution. So I think, the experiences were fairly similar. The only difference is I didn't have to do half of the shit. Right. For sure. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing minus the stressfulness of starting up a new page like 10 minutes before you, you're about to teach a couple kids, you know, <laughs> but besides that, I think it's fairly, fairly the same. What are you yeah. teaching the kids? Oh, the that, that day it was, um, I had finished, I had finished two piano kids uh-huh. and then I had a couple of guitar kids after. Oh wow! So, but that's but, a mu- yeah. multi instrumentalist in you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Anything? Uh, well, like that's just the two I teach. But um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I had to push push the guitar kids back because I was straight stressing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor guitar kids, man. So nah, they, they did, never you, guess, did you learn? Did you learn anything <laughs> from that first release when it came around to um, the next one, the second release, which was only a couple of weeks afterwards? Did you do anything differently given the? the stress of that first initial release um well like the thing with um setting up your artist profile is that the after the first release it's all like it's easy breezy right yeah right so it's just the artist profile itself yeah yeah, yeah. that that stuff like links not working links needing to be updated you know all all the all the bread and butter shit like everyone knows yeah yeah. every every artist like kind of knows that but yeah. So what was that? I mean, that's still pretty soon after right you Mm. after your first singles released it's um still kind of you'd be doing a fair amount of promotion just for mm. that first single it'd still be sort of riding on the wave of people sharing that song around mm. um 
How do you feel about that sort of two-week gap? Do you feel like that's a that was a good time limit between the two singles? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. It was way too soon. Um, like, I just feel like my first single was overlapping with the second one. Yeah, right. And mm. um, it, it's hard to give a shit like, about an artist that's not fucking platinum platinum selling you know yeah. or like mm-hmm. grammy nominated mm-hmm. or whatever if they're releasing a song like two weeks apart like as a as a spectator as an audience as a fan mm. even it, it's kind of hard to still give a shit it's like bro you just dropped some shit and i was with it and now I, and now i gotta be with the next one it's like i don't know if i could be fucked right so i think two weeks mm. is like way too soon in my opinion that's something i gotta mm. talk to my team about because it's like that it For was sure. like they're like yeah we're gonna pump shit out gonna be like two weeks bro i'm like yo two <laughs> weeks my man i dropped like a song a year before that <laughs> no because it, it's it's interesting like um sort of i i've worked as a engineer with a lot of artists who are putting out their first or second releases yeah. or we're sort of putting together a, a project and we're talking about okay so we're gonna have a couple of singles from this how are we gonna space it out yeah and um it, it's tricky because like you you have to sort of space it out enough that each track gets its own time and yeah. its own space, but then mm. have them close enough so that you're kind of you are sort yeah. of yeah riding on that wave of yeah. hype. Um, but when I when I did realize that it was only two weeks between the two singles, I was mm. thinking that is that's shorter than most people do. That's so way too short. That, that is time. that is interesting. So I mean, yeah, I guess like as you said, like constantly learning about the stuff. Um, there's always stuff to learn as a, as an artist, and mm. I guess it's just another lesson that you've learned. And any listeners listening out there, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. You need to let the let the track breathe. Um, I'm sure like it, it can work positively as well because like if both tracks are um like super popular and they're maybe they're quite different vibes, then people can get two different styles and then they kind of go hand in hand, kind of like two singles together. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's tricky to sort of time that, and you have to sort of just cut, there's a bit of guesswork involved in just being like 100%. how how is this track gonna like how how what are the legs on it? Because some singles just you know some singles just stick around forever, you know. Like I know mm. there's the famous example of Mr. Brightside um by the Killers, <laughs> which is like still in the charts or something ridiculous yeah. like that, and it yeah, came out yeah, like yeah. ten years ago, and like. Other yeah. tracks, they, they go huge in the first couple of weeks and then they just drop off the face of the earth. So it's kind of like hard to mm. anticipate yeah. sort of what the legs are going to be on the singles. But mm. um, yeah, interesting to hear like that one didn't quite go as planned. But mm. if, if you're looking at your numbers and I don't know if you're paying close attention to that, mm. can you see whether that you're still getting consistent numbers for both tracks at the moment? So like it's hard to be consistent unless you're fucking... A big name or whatever. Yeah, sure, or, you sure. You know, or at least somewhat well established, right? Or, or decently established at at that matter. Um, yeah. I think there's always the hype train at the beginning, and then maybe after like the first week, you know, people start giving less and less. Yeah, marks, sure. And that's just the way it is, right? I think that was the goal of this two week gap is to make people give fucks again. But it's like people already stopped giving a fuck. So what's going to make them give a fuck again? Do you know what I'm trying to say? So mm. I think numbers wise, like I'm not too caught up on it. I, I don't want to really be controlled by that. And like, sure, you know, I don't want to be shaped by that. Although like, you know, every artist, the numbers are important. Yeah. It's like, but it's not something to kill yourself over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's something yeah. that's that's great to monitor to, to um, for market mm. research right for sure to, for to sure. see how people are responding to your own shit and then you adapt Mm-mm. right 
Um, but I think the other side of the whole numbers game is that you start beating yourself up. You start asking God why, all that kind of shit, right? Yeah. So I think it's just about finding a good kind of balance. Um, give a shit about the numbers, but don't give too many shits about the numbers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Give about three three shits. Yeah, around, not, around not anything I think three that. is good. Three maybe is good three idea. and a half. Like the, maybe. The, maybe. But, that's pushing but maybe, it though. But once you hit four, that's too yeah, many. That's yeah. too much, yeah. You got to cool that's it. That's too much. Dial mm. it back. Dial it back on giving a shit. There's only yeah, so much toilet paper we got, all right? So you, yep. you got to, especially <laughs> in this COVID season, you know, you got to be careful, yeah. right? Got to keep those numbers consistent and yeah, down, stable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's some good, that's some wise words though, Pseudo. That's that's some, that's a good way to look at look at things. And guys, this is why you tune in, right? For this kind of stuff. <laughs> like, this is why you tune in. Like this is wisdom. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, But speaking of like having your team, um, having a hype train, having like people that you that share the same vision as you. Like one thing I see from you that's really cool. That's always that people that always seem to be on the train with you is your family. And I think that's really cool that you have that mad support from your younger siblings, your older siblings. Like the first people to always comment and share your 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 material is always your fam and like. That must be like super encouraging for you to keep going and keep keep on the roll. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Just wanted to, yeah. No, it's yeah, it's family first, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, no matter what. Mm. So it's like, I have a lot of old homies that I've known ten years plus, and like, we still chill together. We still ride together and shit. But they don't really like, mm. you know, they don't really see what I see with this shit. You know, mm. they think I'm out here having fun and shit. But this is the shit mm. that's keeping me up at night. Do you know what I mean? And they don't understand that side of the story. So it's like, yeah. Right. And they're, they're loyal to me too. I'm loyal to them too. And I love them. And like, you know, we, we get down together, all that kind of shit. But it's like, bro, it's like, I don't know if we'd, they'd be sticking around like 10 years from now. You know, there might mm. be people that I've lost contact with 10 years from now. As loyal as we are to each other right now. But it's like 10 years from now, I'm out of town and I'm out of home and all that kind of stuff. And this goes for anyone. It's like, your ma is still your ma, bro. Mm, you, mm. She dead. She's still your ma. Do you know what I mean? You leave mm. home, you leave the country. She's still going to be your ma. Same goes for your siblings. Same goes for your dad, right? Wh whether you love them or not. So I think right. like while they're here and while I'm with them still here, it's like, I just want to be as present as I can with them because... You know, they're still going to be my siblings. They're still going to be, you know, my parents, whatever. But it's like, you know, yeah. they, everyone has to leave sometime to do their own thing, to live their own life, right? And that's that's what got me thinking. It's like with my homies, with, with this, you know, with my day one homies right now, it's like, yeah, 10 years from now, if I'm out of country, if I'm out of town, will, will, like, will we still get down and shit? That's like the big question, right? Mm. Yeah, that's why for me, it's family first. So it's like, I'm supportive of their shit too. I wish they were more ambitious so I could be more supportive, right? If they did more, yeah. I would support more. But like as of right now, I can't be supporting like just just a selfie saying that they at home. You know, I want to mm -hmm. see them do something mm -hmm. crazy too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, family first. That's dope. Speaking of like family and speaking of like having team and all that, like could, why don't we go to like where it all started? Like, did family play a big role in you 
um, shaping the vision in the first place as well? Or was it that once you had that vision and you shared it with family, they were just on board with you from from day one? Mm. So that's a good question. Yeah, where did it start? Yeah, where did it all? Um, I, I started composing when I was 13. Mm. And my first dream was to be a conductor. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That was my first dream. And then I realized that a normal motherfucker like me cannot can it, that it's borderline impossible to be to become mm. a conductor. And then my sister was in my older sister was in puberty and she was listening to like rebellious music. And that's when I found rap music and I just fucking fell in love straight away. Um Right. Yeah, the reason I started producing was so that I can rap on my own shit, but then producing kind of took over for a while everyone knew me as a producer and then when they hear my records and they hear me like you know do my verses and shit they're like yo i didn't know you rapped right so i was kind of known as a producer but with with my family and shit it's not really like i'm like hey guys i want to do this i want to be this it's it's not really like that but they just saw me working on my shit right Mm. so it's more like i let them know what i'm trying to do just by example through action so it's not like mm. I sat down, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be the goat one day, I swear to God. It's not like that. It's like they just see me, you know, practicing my instruments and, and like, you know, making making beats and like writing verses and recording in my mom's room. And they and they see that, right? And then that's where the kind of support comes from. Right. Yeah. I think the hard thing was obviously with with Asian parents, it can either go one way or the other. They can be super supportive out of like being biased or they can yeah. just be like, get down on your knees because you have dis <laughs> you, because you're a fucking dishonor yeah. to the family tree, right? Um, <laughs> it, it can go, rapper, <laughs> get out, <laughs> get out. <laughs> so my mom was the more biased uh, side, and she was super supportive no uh, matter what. But yeah. my dad was that one. It's like, get down on your knees because you've disgraced yeah. the family tree. It's like rapper, you meant doctor. <laughs> you mean doctor. <laughs> Dang, right. <laughs> yeah. So mom was mom was there for, like on board with it, but dad was he he had he held that Korean conservative side where like come on, let's let's be serious kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. But like, more in was, a way of yeah. like not like not like you're you're never going to make it type of shit. Well, maybe it was fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> right? But I think I, I like to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, yo, just find something more stable, right? I hope mm. that's how he's fe- he, he felt, you know? But like, mm. that was like a really big, that's the thing I used to write about a lot. Mm-mm. Especially when I was in my, like my late teens. Yeah. Um, And like, I moved out at home when I was like 18 to like show him like, yo, dad, like I'm, be- I'm being for real, bro. Like, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> look at me now, bro. I'm back in the fucking mama crib, bro. I'm back in the <laughs> But no, Mama's yeah. room ec- was too good. Mama's room acoustics. Is the best studio yeah, you've never comfy. been to. I had to come back. Yeah, I had to come back. The food is too good too. Yeah. Going to like, you know, all these expensive studios, booking them out. And it's just like, this doesn't sound as good as my mom's room. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> need these acoustics. Let me back. Let me back home. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't know if this is like a, a struggle that a lot, but I'm, I'm guessing it might be like a struggle that a lot of artists mm. face is like um, what their fucking parents say, mm. right? Yeah. Especially because, you know, like they've done a lot for us, just d- baseline mm. default, right? Like they have to. I mean, I didn't choose to be born. Like you had me and like, 
And then and then you start complaining that you put a roof over my head and food on my table. It's like, bro, you had me, right? So like, <laughs> just by default, they're gonna do a lot for us uh, raising kids. And I got five mm-hmm. siblings, so it's like that's a lot of kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because of what they've provided and what they've had to sacrifice for us, and then all of a sudden you're just like, yo, I'm gonna do this crazy shit. You know, of mm-hmm. course they're gonna feel a type of way unless they're like biasedly um, super supportive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. Right. Yeah, I think it's 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 a hard one with the with the parents or like with with friends that think you're too crazy for this shit. But um I guess it's all just progression of growing and letting them understand like what the bigger picture is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way to kind of convince them. Not not that it should really affect your performance or your creativity or anything, it could even help it sometimes like it helped me because I, like I said, I used to write a lot about that kind of shit. But yeah, yeah, I think it's all just a progression of growing together and showing them like, showing them like I'm, I'm being legit type of thing. Mm. Yeah. You said you started your producing when you're 13 and it was more, you're known more as a producer and then you started sharing your, your bars with your mates and stuff. But where, what, do you, what do you use to create your your beats uh, like okay fun was it just yeah funny story i started on pro tools oh on yeah pro that, tools. that's wow. weird right you don't hear that yeah no, exactly yeah. right you yeah. don't hear <laughs> you're and, like the um, first person who started anything on pro tools it, exactly <laughs> yeah right, exactly so that's yeah, yeah. It's a funny story um i didn't know what midi was right okay yeah because back back then like that's when like youtube was like in its baby stage Right. If I was 13 right. right now and I didn't know anything about production, I could be I could mm. progress exponentially faster because there's so much information so much out, there. Yeah. out there. Right. But back then it's like I didn't know what MIDI was. I had this shitty keyboard and I would record in like DI. Oh, just yeah, the yeah, sounds yeah. on the keyboard. OK, that makes sense. Pro you know what I mean? Then. That yeah. makes sense. Because um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know what MIDI was and like a lot of shit. I had I learned a lot about production and about Pro Tools by reading mm. the freaking manual. Wow! Yeah. Because there wasn't there wasn't Old any school. information available to me back then. Do you know what I mean? So I was learning yeah. how to produce from the freaking manual and shit. Wow! Yeah, and then um and then I cracked Fruity Loops. Yeah, right. Oh, and that's okay, that's okay. when I learned about MIDI, right? And mm. and then um I went to I went to I went to I went to uni, and then my professor yeah. was like, bro he kind of took me under his wing. So he like mentored me. Yeah. And then he's like, bro, if you want to, if you want me to drop knowledge on your ass, you need to move mm. to logic. So I'm using logic right now. All right. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. So you moved around That's a bit. Good. That's good. Mm. Got a bit of taste of all of them. Uh, well, most of them. I mean, obviously there's Ableton, which is uh, arguably the hardest one to crack for, um, for people who haven't used it before, because yeah. it's it's quite different to all the others. Like Fruity sure. Loops has similarities to um, what's FL now. FL mm. Studios has sim- similarities to Logic. Um, Pro Tools is a mm. whole different animal, but <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Ableton. Different it's I, I Ableton was a lot. Was the first one that I tried, and it was I came back to it years later, and super powerful, but just quite hard to get get around, get your head around, and not the most mm. intuitive interface for beginners. Mm. yeah 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 right so 
I guess you you mentioned before that you um you had this idea of becoming a conductor when you were younger. Yeah. So first of all, like, how did you really come about that? Were you into more sort of orchestral classical music at the time? And secondly, um, where did this like multi instrumentalist aspect of your musicianship come from? Like, when did you start learning? You said guitar and keys. I don't know if there's anything else that you play, but wh- where did all these things come about? Mm, okay, so. To answer the first question, yes, I was into classical shit, which is nerdy and it's weird. Um, nah, bro, I, yeah. classical sick. I was classically trained. It's gangsta, bro. Yeah. I was classically trained and then I got really into film music. Yeah, right. And that's what made me mm-hmm. want to do more orchestral shit. And that's why I still do a lot of orchestral shit. Yeah. Like even with Code Red, like it's this like dark trap banger, but there's still strings going crazy. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, And yeah, I think I was super really inspired by film music in my early adolescence and that's kind of what led me to want to be a conductor and yeah, um, right. for the multi-instrumentalist thing I was forced into everything and I hated mm. it <laughs> like as as every Asian would would um, kinda, they, they can resonate with that it's like you're forced into mad instruments yeah. you hate it it's only when I actually fell in love with music by wanting to be a conductor by finding film music by mm. you know wow. all that shit that's when yeah all that shit I was forced into became an asset to me. What and would you say is your, your, your Before your instrument. first word, yeah, before your first word, it was a first piano. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, what, 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 uh, did you ask about my main instrument? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, what, what um, would you say is your main instrument? I yeah. think I feel the most freedom on guitar, but right. I enjoy playing the piano the most. Yeah. So it's kind okay. of different. I have like different relationships with with different. What is it about piano that makes that like gives you that enjoyment? I think it's the. I have no idea. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> it ca- is quite a free instrument, I guess. I'm it, just it's connected qu- differently to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Is it more of a sound thing or a, a kinetic thing or what? What? It might. It might be idea? like the kin- like the motor skills. You know, like yeah, the yeah, kinetic yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. I think so. And like guitars, yeah. like hella main. I know piano is super mainstream, but um, guitars hella mainstream. Um, if anything, classical, like playing classical music on guitar is what's kind of underground. Yeah, but for playing sure. classical music on a piano is kind of yeah, mainstream. Sure. And playing sure. contemporary right. slash jazz on piano is more like it's less mainstream. And and playing um, contemporary and that kind of stuff on guitar is kind of mainstream <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. it's different dynamics i don't know no, i get you it's, i yeah. get you mainstream mainstream so yeah. pseudo to start wrapping this one up yeah. um what you got any plan i mean I, you just dropped two singles so mm. i don't i wouldn't blame you at all if you're not even thinking about the future right now but mm. do you and the guys at imix have any plans for where you're going to be going in the future anything on the horizon or sort of any projects that you got on the way yeah. sort of mm. where, where are you planning to take this but we got like yeah, give us that mm. tan exclusive okay. information. The, the scoop. I'll give yeah. you the scoop. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got five songs ready to go right now. Oh, nice. um, wow! Plus more coming. Mm. So wow. I'm in. I'm in the studio. We try to do it twice a week. Yeah, with, with hustler, and we just work on my shit. Um, so we got we got mad mad stuff ready i don't know if i can like say everything nah, because, it's all you good. Know, are you, but so i guess i maybe can't answer this either but are you looking at maybe a, a ep or a body of work or, possibly, or is it just singles right now? Possibly. possibly okay we'll take possibly. that we'll take that mm. possibly yeah okay awesome yeah. awesome very exciting
Nice, man. Okay, well, second last question. Okay. And then last question, because this is something we always ask artists, but second last question mm-hmm. first is, if you were on a desert, uh, deserted island, mm-hmm. right? And you don't know how long you're going to be alone on that island for, mm. which three albums would you take with you? Only three. Lil Wayne, The Carter Four. Okay. Oh, no hesitation. Yeah, yeah. No hesitation. No, that's a solid choice. J. Cole, yeah. Born Sinner. Mmm, Born huh. Sinner. I got that's that probably not the. That's probably not the standard J. Cole album yeah. that people you, would pick. You thought I was going to say Forest Hills? Forest probably. Hills, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got Born Sinner <laughs> tatted on my arm, bro. That shit changed yeah. my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. There you wow. Go. Uh, and my last one, Jay-Z Blueprint. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm. That's, nice. that's more of a standard. Jay-Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's either Blueprint okay. or Black blue- Album, but I'll go Blueprint. So you got like two sort of staple classic albums of hip hop, and mm-hmm. then you've got one, maybe more of an alternative choice, maybe more of a personal wow. connection with that one. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. nice spread. I, lo- I love that question. Nice, man. <laughs> you are ready. Yeah, like, please ask me that question. Please ask me that do, question. Do people like shit themselves usually when they, when they get that one? Uh, I, I don't know. We haven't asked it too much, but like some people yeah. g- come up with some really interesting answers. Mm. Um, yeah. Which is because like some people are so diverse with their music taste. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like you, you're so into hip hop, clearly. Mm. Um, but like some people are sort of all over the shop in terms of their inspiration. So you get a yeah. really nice blend. Like, um, who who was it? It was Rissa who we were talking yeah, to. Rissa. Had a yeah, Stevie yeah. Wonder album. She had a Anderson Pack album and a Erica Badu, Erica Badu oh. album. So that yeah. was a nice spread. Um, Artistic, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to ask the last question? Yeah, Jack? absolutely. You know I mean, yeah. I don't know how long we're going to keep going with this one because we're sort of getting to the stage where it's becoming less relevant. But Pseudo, when we first started recording the artist Notepad and bringing on artists to chat to them, it was right at the time where lockdown was getting tightened up mm-hmm. um, during COVID. Mm. And um, we were asking artists maybe how they were dealing with that process, what they were learning from that process, if there was any advice that they had for artists. So I suppose with you, you can choose to take a bit more of a retrospective glance at this if you like and look back at that time where you were locked down and sort of things that you learned or experienced possibly i don't know exactly when you joined up with imix but Mm. you're Mm. kind of the before that you would kind of be like the ideal person for that lockdown process given you're doing it all by yourself anyway Mm. um so i don't know if necessarily you like your process would have had to change as much or anything but what sort of what, what was it like during that process? Did you find efficiency go up or down or yeah, any takeaways from that experience of just yeah being locked up and um, yeah a lot of time on your own hands? Mm, first of all, because I'm I'm like ninety percent introverted, right? Right. So I loved every fucking second of it, bro. <laughs> I love that shit. No people, no worries. Um, efficiency, yeah, efficiency. Sh- <laughs> efficiency definitely shot through the roof because it's like bro i ain't gotta go to work i ain't gonna do nothing so i'm just yeah. like working on just everything right so it, it was yeah, great yeah. um that's when they did the lockdown cypher with imix ah, which yeah, yeah, i yeah. was mm-hmm. i was this close to jumping on but unfortunately they didn't know me back then right um and i was at the music video shoot i was a sound guy so i was running around with a speaker that's actually right. how i met Oh. that's how i've initially met them and then there you go so without that happening right. i don't think we would have you know they would have yeah, yeah we would have been gang so it's kind of a important 
important um it's a kind of important time for me yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. okay so sounds like you gained quite a bit from that time then mm. yeah yeah it was good i loved it for sure I was, right, I was praying Wolf. for a second one, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. Um, please, please. We, we, here at the Artist Nobel, we do not endorse that sentiment. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't agree with Sudo here, so yeah. Um, you can attack him, just attack him privately. <laughs> DM yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, David, I don't know if you got anything else to ask before we wrap this one up, but um, yeah. I think we can wrap up. Yeah. Like, um, where where could people find you? Where's the best place that people can start following you? Like any dates that you want to sneak peek for people to um, jump on the hype train with you? Like it's all yours. The floor is yours. Um, probably just like basic Instagram. You can find yeah. me at imix yeah. underscore pseudo spelled S V D O. Um. Mm-hmm. Dates. I wish I could leak a date, but I don't even know. Ah, no. I tried, guys. No, no, nah, nah, straight, 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 <laughs> straight, bro. We don't, we don't know these things yet. But um, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Just like Instagram, obviously Spotify. Listen to my shit if you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think mostly Instagram. No dates to leak, unfortunately, because I, I just don't know. The date for sure, Mm-mm. and and even if I did, I'm not sure if I would leak it here. To be honest with you guys, <laughs> Ooh, cold, <laughs> cold. Wow, I, I'm wow. just I'm just being real with you. We we gave you all this good good talk. Jeez. Came up with these good questions. Give you the spotlight, and this yeah. is what we get. You know, in what, David, maybe we just shouldn't put this one out. Hey, I mean, yeah, we'll just get another. This Michael. is the kind of disrespect that we get. <laughs> 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 no guys go out check out the two singles on spotify or wherever you're listening to your music the first one code that came red. out was code red and the latest one that's just come out almost two weeks ago now is on a roll you can also oh, check no, out the bro. music video which we'll have a link for in our description so pseudo thank you so much for coming on the artist notepad it's been a great chat you've sort of enlightened us about your very chillaxed approach to music and quite a interesting story from an individualized approach to a more team oriented um mm. way of handling things so yeah thanks for coming on and sharing with us thanks for having me guys no worries at all well david that's all from me you got anything else to add no man we can call we can say our peace okay we peace. Can, yeah <laughs> peace peace say peace say peace peace and that's a wrap <laughs>